Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tatva Tuesday. I'm Lindsay Warwick, host of The Conduit on Spotify and YouTube. Tatva Tuesday is our spiritual interview series. Tatva is a Sanskrit word that means truth. Um, so I'm having guests on the podcast talk about their spiritual journey, um, their conception of God, their spiritual offerings, and all of the things. I took a little break, a very much needed little break last week, and we are back this week with my friend, Sean Jones. He is amazing. <laughs> he's a, <laughs> we're going to laugh a lot. I know we are. So he's a spiritual guide, and we're going to discuss the art of healing tonight, today, when you're listening to this. Um, so yeah, excited to have my friend Sean on here. I actually met Sean I'm really bad with linear time, Sean. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember I what yeah, I know. Um, I went to a gathering in Pennsylvania somewhere with my friend Patty. Um, this was years ago. And it was like a meditation circle. And they had Andara crystals there. And Sean was speaking light language, which it kind of scared me a little bit, but it also <laughs> sounded very familiar to me. And that's kind of how I began my friendship with Sean many moons ago. So super excited to have you on the podcast. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay. My pleasure. It's like such a yes. gift to be able to reshare our gifts with each other and in our journey. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. So yeah. where should we even start this podcast conversation? I mean, we could start a little even a little bit about the, the light language, um, which is kind of funny at that time, you know, I was very drawn to the Christ energy growing up, you know, Catholic. But then as I woke up in my awakening, I was also drawn to very uh, Buddhist practices and meditation. So we all know, like, the best way to connect with God is is within. And so it only transcended, you know, my mind, my heart and my connection to spirit by learning both of the Christ and the Buddha. Um, so a friend of mine in, uh, invited me to this life in the spirit and uh, <laughs> living a Christ erected life. I was doing that on like Tuesdays. And then on Sundays I was going to the Buddhist temple, alming and meditating. <laughs> so, so he went through the whole program. And at the end, I didn't even know we were going to, they call it speaking in tongues. I, honestly like to say light language better but that's me I don't know about you I mean that makes it more comfortable for me as well yeah it's a little, <laughs> little scary you know it was so, a little I was like whoa totally oh. <laughs> 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 yeah you can't look at each other when you're doing it now <laughs> no 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 um <laughs> But yeah, so so when I they started doing this light uh, light language in the in the church, it kind of threw me off. And they were saying, "Oh, just let it go," or this and that. And then my friend was like, "You do the arming once you try that." So the arming went into a language that just came; it just flowed through me. And honestly, you know, in meditation, um, which light language is another form of transcendental meditation. I actually got faster into a higher state of consciousness than actually sitting in meditation, you know, kind of in my breath. And it was like an automatic connection. Like I was connected to spirit and not even knowing who I was. And that was like an aha moment for me as another tool in the art of healing that I could use to clear energy or move energy or transfer light energy to help clear others energies. So 
that was a beautiful practice that I was able to come into. But after, before that, I had been doing it for a while when I had ran into Lindsay. And that time I'm <laughs> light language, uh, channeling, you know, doing all this stuff. And it was like, whoa, you know, it was still woke for me. I mean, there was like 60 people in that room. Yeah, so. that was like, <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember that was a really intense meeting. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was amazing. And it felt very familiar to hear the sounds as well. And you know, recently I've been, you know, on my shamanic priestess path working with Elaine. I know, you know, Elaine Yes. and, and, uh, exploring the voice and the toning exercises and just allowing the sounds to come out, however they come Mm -hmm. out. And I swear I was speaking light language. I just sounds from deep within emerge. So I'm just wondering like how the process was for you to just start speak. Like, how did it just you, you know, is uh, as how can I say? I'm a very open person, very free spirited. So again, I think it became so natural to me that once I basically connected in, it just kind of it kind of takes over. It's like you leave the kind of physical body and you become with actually the uh, the energy body, and that is you know light language, the universal light language of love. So mm-hmm. it is loving vibration and different codes and all that is moving through you and moving through everyone or your client and you back and forth. And then, you know, like Reiki, you know, with Reiki energy is a universal energy healing the, you know, energy bodies. So it was a pretty, very natural thing for me to tap in. It kind of felt like home, you know, it felt, yeah, it felt, it felt like home and kind of like a superpower, right? (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. And I remember Colleen was like leading she was like leading that, uh, that mm-hmm. circle. I can't remember what the intent was behind that circle, but I do remember like just becoming fascinated with like Andara crystals and light language. Yeah. And then like you and I became friends and it's just, it's been such a journey, you know, like the, the spiritual path. And we have mm-hmm. some similarities of course, with being fascinated with the Christ consciousness energy Um, For me, it started as a young age, you know, just having dreams and different visions and being fascinated with Archangel Michael and going to church Mm -hmm. and all of the things. Yes, we love Archangel Michael. Don't we we? love Archangel Michael? We love Archangel Michael. (laughs) Yeah. So tell, tell us about your spiritual journey. Like, how did you get to the light language? How'd I get right. it's like well, well it all of started things, with my mom and dad <laughs> right it all started literally it all started literally. um i i definitely uh was i felt like a little bit of a late bloomer you know i'm sure i had these gifts the whole time but uh having to go through you know the shadow of the death of my own ego and to be able to you know healing myself through these different arts i had to start you know as a child and with a lot of people, children, you know, but today's day, the divorce rate is, you know, pretty high. And all I remember as a child is my parents fighting, you know, just these images yeah. of, and a couple images of me, like holding uh, uh, a flower or looking at the sun rays. There's a couple little um, moments of good moments that I had, but for the most part, that kind of shaped my life in a way and my parents uh my mom didn't know that I had a little bit of a you know ADD learning uh challenge so 
you know, now that I'm older, I can't, I actually can't, you know, it must be really hard as a parent to be able to, you know, you want your kid to do well in school and, and help in the best way you can. But the challenge my parents had was, was pretty difficult at that time. So my mom's, I felt like harshness, it was a kind of another thing that I had to heal myself of being good enough. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of us, you know, cause our parents were trying to do the best they can. But for me, it's like, you know, mommy, did I do this right? Mommy, did I do, do that right? And even though maybe it wasn't right technically, but I was doing my best. And that was like something that transcended it. I wrote a deep wound that I had to heal in my life, even still today. Um, and then when my mom had gotten married, when I was about seven years old, um, it was remarried, I should say, she married to a man that I kind of knew intuitively, like, this is going to be a wild ride. Like I did not, I did not approve. I just had this inkling intuitive thing, like this was going to be really tough with me. So I went through some pretty tough uh, mental and physical abuse. You name it, it happened to me um, Mm. that I, I took in for, for many years until I was able to kind of defend myself. And then once I was able to defend myself, that kind of helped with uh, not physically hurting me, but then my mental aspect of kind of like, what am I going to do with my life? I kind of end up depending at that time on my stepdad to, you know, work construction, let's just say, even though it was still a blessing, I didn't really know myself. So it was really hard, like getting, I had this, you know, good job, still making good money, but I'm getting it, receiving this from the man who abused me. So that was really tough as a kid or a young adult adolescence. And then when I kind of got it, got sick of that, I got into lifting weights, being a personal trainer, massage therapist, and that's kind of the journey began. But before the healing journey began, I also uh, was a model, which like started me off. I was on a reality show who kind of, you know, went in that more physicality way of being, um, mm-hmm. which, uh, which not dealing with my pain body and things that I had gone through from my past, that was like my little bit of an escape, you know, or a huge, huge escape from the pain that I had. And, and then, you know, never, not really having a nurturing family, um, even relationships were really tough uh, for me because I was always a nice guy, but I couldn't get too close, you know, (laughs) couldn't get too close could let my heart totally open because you know I didn't I didn't want to get hurt and right and I didn't actually honestly in the last few years you know with going over and talking with my mentor is that you know my parents my my real biological parents and then my step parents is like I took the two together and said well love means pain so people that get married go through pain so if I get too close to you I don't want what happened to my parents happen to me so I, I'll still give you some some of my love, but you can't have all of me. And that trans that transferred into me being, you know, going through loveless relationships and kind of abusing myself, not honoring my core masculine energy and not honoring the feminine energy. So I had a warped sense of what relationships were until until I actually started loving myself. You know, I love that. Yeah, that was that was, you know, huge for me. But I I didn't really wake up until I was 33, um, which is a little bit later. But 
better later than never, right? <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's so. There's so many parallels between us, and I, I think that's yeah. fast. It's fascinating. We're all mirrors, right? Yeah, total, total, total mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. So you said the significant point in your life you were seven. Me too. My parents got divorced oh, when I was okay. seven. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, when I was seven. Um, and you know, I love my parents very much. I do remember wanting to escape though, listening to them fight. And, you know, I played with my dolls and, you know, I have a, a, I'm a rising Pisces. So I'm like a dreamer and I can go off into escapism or just too much alcohol or too much this and that and the other thing. So it's, it's interesting in that way. And then 33 it was a, a significant year for you well last year i was 33 and in my destiny oh. cards yeah and my destiny cards <laughs> nice. it was my pinnacle year which means old behaviors and all the things come to a point and oh. now I'm, and yes and so now i'm Makes building sense. myself up and you know, uh-huh. I'm on this true path of just really loving myself first because my mm-hmm. relationships, I mean, I've had some really beautiful relationships, actually, surprisingly. And then I've had some, <laughs> you know, insane relationships. Yeah. My last relationship was really tumultuous and but uh-huh. also very passionate, like up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm just in this phase where I am, you know, on the shamanic priestess path. I'm committed to that and to become an ordained uh, shamanic rose priestess and, you know, not really dating or doing that, just committed to loving myself. So I think that that's yeah, beautiful. really beautiful that you shared that mm-hmm. that's your path, too. No, that's they're very, <laughs> you know. Sounds like me. You are me. No, we are. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So what Um, happened after 33? (laughs) So, yeah. So, you know, to go deeper into uh, where I got up before 33, there was a couple moments, uh, very hard moments once as a kid to say that I wanted to check out. You know, I think I might have been like 10 years old, wanted to commit, well, tried to commit suicide. And my mom, you know, basically saved me. And then later on in, in the future, after going through like uh, hardcore drugs, coke, meth, ecstasy, you know, that whole uh, ordeal of heavy drugs and on top of taking drugs for my mental state and ADD and stuff. So it's just a lot of chemicals, a lot of confusion, a lot of pain. And uh, I just finally um, got sick of doing that rat race. And I, that's one of those things where, you know, we got to surrender. We got to give it up to God. You know, we got can't be doing the same thing, getting you know, expecting the same result, <laughs> a different result. Oh, I I know it's yes. I also was on that path of you know, bin, binging and partying and covering up the pain, also covering up some of my intuitive knowing and my gifts because it scared me. So like, yeah, yeah, I did the whole antidepressant thing, and I took the meds, <laughs> and then I was partying real hard and. Yeah. And then you have this moment where you have to, you, you kind of choose like what you choose, like which (laughs) way you're going to go. The blue pill or the red pill. Exactly. Yeah, Ah. for sure. Um, But I actually, you know, I, I did the sobriety. I think we've totally talked about this before. I did the sobriety path for a little while and that was really beautiful. Like bless everyone on my path so far. Um, Uh I think getting those, the chemicals out of my system, you know, for a mm-hmm. while really helped me to find clarity and help me really 
have a relate form a relationship with God. Yes. Yeah. You, you got to go through that cleansing purification time of aloneness. Uh, you know, not like, you know, I'm all alone, but no, <laughs> <laughs> just alone to be with who you really are. And that's very comforting once you can get into that space and open your heart to your own spirit, to the, to the God within. You know, that's, a, yeah. that's you know, once, <laughs> once you get rid of the stuff that doesn't serve you, you know, you can open that space up. Um, so, so yeah, so going into, you know, asking for God, I mean, I literally was hoarse crying. I can't take this anymore. This was like after working construction uh, in Pittsburgh and I'm just crying out to God, please save me. And then all of a sudden this spiritual experience happened where I literally felt this power of love through basically uh stopped me in my dead tracks i couldn't even move and i had goosebumps through my whole body and then all of a sudden my third eye which at that time i didn't know what that was uh third <laughs> third eye i said i only have two eyes but now i have three <laughs> so, so my my third I uh, had opened up and I couldn't even see it was just nothing but light just shining out my uh, um, face and all I heard with this inner voice said Sean you're a healer follow me and and then after that moment is like everything went away my pain went away my addiction went away my clarity as uh, uh, it was kind of interesting because I knew I was a healer because I was already doing the work while you know uh, trying to figure myself out but it was just like as soon as that experience happened I was like god I just want to serve you I, I want to teach I want to help people I want to use my pain for purpose it just came out so freely and, and knowing that I had it like change my ways and I mean in that moment literally I was healed by you know by this higher power this energy this intelligence that just loved me for all my like imperfections and what felt totally perfect as I was and it was such a gift. I mean, you know, I, I didn't have to go. I should have went to AA and all these things, you know, prior <laughs> to being a drug addict, you know, like just totally, literally killing myself. But that was like a true gift from the divine that I can only do was like use this to serve, to help humanity, you know, to help the lost, you know? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Mm -hmm. That's such an amazing experience that you shared I got like chills. I thought I was going to cry when you shared what the voice said to you. Mm -hmm. um, I've had similar experiences, you know, early on when I started channeling energy, um, mm -hmm. I would hear clear phrases like that as well. And I always attribute it to Archangel Michael, just because I feel like the communication from Archangel Michael is like, oh, you want to sign? There it is, you know, and it's right? very direct. But uh -huh. I'm trying to picture you. So you said this happened to you in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like I'm picturing, where were you? Like, I'm just like, what? Well, like the, the, the crazy thing <laughs> is that my mom was a help to get me. I was in the trailer and, and I think because of all the recreational drugs, doing meth and then uh, I'm doing the Paxil, the antidepressants. I, it's like I was angry one second. Then I was like going crazy another. Then I was crying. I couldn't, I literally couldn't get out of the, the trailer. So my mom actually coached me to go out. And then I went for a, a, like a long walk with God. 
and it's funny i didn't even forgot to tell about the rain the cleansing so it was really <laughs> i know it's like a movie literally that's <laughs> why i had to go back and be like okay just paint the scene for paint us the scene, yeah. you See, you're know. good you're, you're intuitive I mean, <laughs> that's what i do <laughs> <laughs> so good so good um, so yeah, so it was like really cloudy and, and it was felt like it was going to rain and like literally is just going all going down, like rain's coming down on me and I'm crying and I'm releasing and I'm feeling goosebumps all over my body and I'm like, I'm free, you know, I'm, I'm free. I like, I, I have like myself back and, uh, yeah, it was, it was such a, uh, it was a miracle. Like, you know, I've never had something that powerful happen uh you know and so profound to change my life like that it, it literally was another another life that i had give, had been given you know yes yes you know I, I do know. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. amazing it really is amazing i uh i want to share this experience i normally don't share that much about me on the podcast but i will because oh, it's you and we're here so we're here yeah yeah. So I did this uh, healing training in Virginia a couple of years ago with this guy named Robin Thompson. Shout out to Robin. He'll be on the podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah, what up? <laughs> He'll be on the podcast. Um, I forget what date. In the next coming weeks. I have a lot of men yeah. coming on the podcast. So bless oh, all the divine good. masculine energy. So him and this other healer did, uh, you know, a big, big healing on me. And I was uh, staying at my friends in Maryland and I ended up getting really sick that night, like really sick, like throwing up. I was literally on my knees, like in the middle of the night. And I specifically like asked God for help because I was like, geez, like, what did they do to me? This healing was so intense. Yeah, I'm kidding you not. The next day, my friend had a friend and I can't remember his name. Bless him, too. (laughs) He called her and said, I had a vision. Do you have a friend staying with you? And she said, yes, I do have a friend staying with me. And he said, well, you know, he was very connected to the Christ energy. And he said, I saw a vision of your friend in your living room. And he like named the time, the time that I called out for help. He said that he had seen like angels and demons battling over me. And then, yes, and then Jesus came in and the demons like fled and he held me and said, um, you know, whatever you choose, I'll love you either way. And like, it just was like the most profound thing, like, because I was sick all night. And then like in the morning time, I felt like a new person and. Yeah, I just feel like it, it spoke a lot to how much the higher beings and the higher realms mm-hmm. love us because like it doesn't mm-hmm. like we and because we have free will, we're sovereign beings where we have the yeah. gift of, of choice. So it was really interesting. Uh, that was a really interesting night. <laughs> but yeah. like, yeah, just the clear, the clarity of the divine over the years, you know, mm-hmm. like I've I've heard voices say to me, like, you know, do you think you know better than God? And, you know, just lessons of humility along the way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I can, I can relate uh, to that uh, as what Jesus said, more of a, uh, one of my uh, first mentors, Margaret Claire, she, uh, she said to me, 
it, which was very comforting. I said, God's not judging you. Like, as I was trying to get clean and, you know, going up and down and said, you, you can do that, but you're, I said, you're on the higher path, no matter what, you know, God loves you. You know, I mean, yeah, you're hurting your physical body by taking these ingestions, but you're not the body, you know, you, you, right. are beautiful, you know what I mean? You're a beautiful spirit. So it's, it's, you know, it's our minds that judge us and make, you know, we end up believing the story that we don't feel good enough again. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like becoming the observer. Like I talk about this in my yoga classes. Like we are more than the body. We are not mm-hmm. even the body. We're like these mm-hmm. spiritual beings stuck inside of these meat sacks, like trying to figure mm-hmm. it all out. You know, the body makes us like somewhat it's an illusion of limitedness, right? I don't know if that's totally. the word. Limited. Lim- limited. I like it. Limitation. I like, I like it. <laughs> it's, it rolled right off your tongue. I was like, limited. You know what I mean? Limited. Like the body makes us feel like we're limited, but yeah, but we're not. We have no. limitless potential, like so many things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I could totally, totally did that. Dig that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So when I had that experience, um, I have to say like, of course the first, I think day or so I was like high on life. And then all of a sudden ego <laughs> <I was laughs> came in and I was like, Oh, where's that feeling again? I want that. I want, I want, it was like the more that I wanted this thing, the harder, the more like I started to find myself kind of go back into like this swirl of where I was. But then I had these moments of hearing voices, like you said, like the divine give me like to be still. And then it was more like with meditation, it was more of an intuitive. It was like everyone knows about meditation, you know? So like for me, I was drawn to Buddhism. So at that time on the internet, you know, you can look up anything. I just started studying Buddhism, not to become Buddhist, but just the practice of it. And once I was able to connect with, uh, um, with spirit in that way, I, that's when, you know, the art of healing sort of come and I started learning about myself, what works, what doesn't work, <laughs> you know, learning the philosophies of attachment and awareness and, you know, the uh, whole thing about the power of thought. And once I was able to start to dissolve my stories of my past, that was like the beginning of the healing, you know, the old Sean, like I didn't have to carry that story with me um, the whole time. So, so I started raising my vibration and things were looking good, you know, (laughs) (laughs) things are looking good. And then all of a sudden a twist happens. A huge, huge your shoulder. No, even before that, my shoulder. Oh shit. Yeah, this uh so as I was cleansing and coming to this point of uh higher attainment, uh I was um the I would say the negative aspect of the self didn't want to let me go. And from doing drugs and alcohol, this doesn't happen to everybody, but let's just say that I, you know, had this negative energy inside me that I didn't know that I, you know, even had. Um so how I found out was I was so a friend of mine was helping me with uh, um, I was actually taking my national board for massage therapy and she went to the bathroom 
And uh, when she when she came in, I had this weird like lash out. I don't even know what it was. And and she's like, "You okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm all right." I said that was that was kind of weird. And then uh, I went to bed that night, and I literally this energy woke me up, and I started speaking in a language that kind of like speaking in tongues, but it just it didn't feel good. You know, it didn't feel right. So I went up to the mirror and I said, "Do that again." And then it came out and I was like, okay. So I called a friend of mine who was like my, actually my boss was a Christian minister. And I called him. He didn't answer later on. Uh, my friend, Bill helped me with my studies, my roommates in the other room cooking. She comes, <laughs> she comes back. She, she's in the bathroom and uh, Steve calls. And he's like, you all right, Sean? He's like, let me start praying for you. He starts, he starts praying for me. And soon as he said the name of Jesus, that energy came out like something out of like the exorcist movie. And I'm not even lying. It was like, it was even hard for me to believe. Cause I was like, that's like movie shit. You know what I mean? So I was like, wait a second. I had this awakening, like what's going on. I thought this was over, but for me spiritually now knowing going back, it was like the last part of the ego death or the energy that I had picked up from, you know, doing hardcore drug use that was trying to, basically scare me it was trying to bring me back to that place and it was it was its last efforts you know to yeah. do so 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 I went on a journey from like 33 to for about a year of this entity I mean it took it and it was all involuntary I couldn't stop it like my mind was looking at women in a lustful way I would be in church and I'd be like I literally was going crazy in my mind that it was like taking over um, my, you know, me trying to go on my spiritual path with the fears that I already had, it just, everything was like 10 times harder to do because of this energy that was still inside. So I got to the point where I'm like, God, please help me. I got it. Like, got to release this. I got to get rid of it. So as I was studying, uh, Buddhism, I went to San Diego to learn about Qigong. So I went to, uh, went to San Diego, went to San Diego, really knew nothing about uh, Qigong. And so I went there not only to see the, uh, uh, a friend of mine, but he knew someone who actually did these spiritual releasements. Yeah. So there was intention to go to teach and Sounds to learn very about. very shamanic. Yeah, very shamanic, total shamanic. That's my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with a smile. Wow, this is, yeah, and I can't, this is like, this is, this is good shit. Yeah, this is, yeah, I, I can't, you know, it's hard to really tell everything because I'm not, not trying to scare anybody, but just overall, um, I understand that the, how this can happen by, you know, mm -hmm. taking the darker path and, and it's just energy. The choice. Yeah, the it's choice. just energy. And it's, it's also, do you think that it was, not something outside of yourself, but a negative aspect of self. A negative right? aspect of self. It's exactly yeah. how I view it. Yeah, because it's like basically it's it's the buildup of that type of energy. And then I'm in a community of people, like-minded people doing that to his type of drugs. And so you're just going deeper, deeper into the darkness. Mm -hmm. And then and then when you finally hit the light, it doesn't want you to hit the light. So then Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. I just got chills. Cause we have the craziest similarities. It do we? So, yeah. So tell us about the release the releasing then. So it did take a while. I went to a bunch of healers and I felt like 
it helped, but it still never really shook it. I went this, this like crystal healing Reiki thing. And I literally, I it was kind of interesting. It, um, these two women sat across from me and this one woman, she actually looked like Jesus, but was a woman. And she had these beautiful big eyes. And she literally, as I started like lashing out at them, like it was literally involuntary. And they started laughing at me with like this joy, kind of like you silly, like goose, like you silly, you know, dark entity. And like, it crippled me, like their love of not being scared. And it just like, it, I just made these like grunting noises. Like it was kryptonite. Like the love was kryptonite for the darkness that was inside me. And uh, so that, that was probably helpful, but it still was doing the same type of thing. And then, uh, all of a sudden the person that was supposed to work with me, she said that was kind of out of her scope. It sounded a little too intense for her, for what was going on with me, but she knew somebody. And this woman called me as I was walking down the beach at nighttime to meditate. And she, first thing this lady says is, uh, I know that I know Sean, I said, uh, that I know you, but from a, from another life, and this is all meant to happen to you. So I was just like, it's like the first couple sentences. I'm like, this lady tells me she knows me. And this is like all meant. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> you know, Like I'll go with it. You know? <laughs> so we, we had this whole beautiful conversation and she basically said, I want you to meet me at the mountaintop of this, uh, um, uh, reservation where they had this like cross at this like historical place. And, and it was really powerful. So she brought her and her, uh, father who was an ex, uh, ordained minister. And she gave me this long, beautiful talk. And she was like, Sean, I said, it's time for you to heal yourself. You can go to all these healers and it could be helpful, but this is your time, right? to heal yourself. And she's like, what I want you to do is these, all these tools that you learn through meditation and Qigong, I want you to use the blood of Christ and use your mind to visualize this energy leaving your being, you know? So I want you to be consistent with it every day for however long that she said. So I started basically doing everything that she said on top of, I was cultivating that anyway, but I was determined to free myself from this And, uh, so I noticed that I wasn't having these ticks. I was having less mind chatter. And then one, uh, a friend of mine, uh, um, uh, asked me to come to this channeling circle, which I didn't even know what that was. That was like my first channeling uh, circle. And I had brought, uh, my mom, a friend, my aunt, and I think it's someone else. (laughs) And like, all we did was say her name and, you know, my end up being my, one of my first mentors, Margaret Claire, she said, you know, state your name. And she started channeling. And literally the first thing she said is, was now that this entity is gone, that you will serve as a light, as a healer of Christ, of Christ consciousness. And with the great power comes great responsibility. And I just flooded with tears. Like it was like, it was like, boom, right away. The very first thing. And I was like, I felt again, this freeing this weight like this is finally over you know wow. so so ever since that one moment i've you know i i never had any type of like uh you know ticks or yeah it all <laughs> it all got released that's amazing it was. holy crap i feel like yeah. i had a very similar experience oh okay 
Yeah, I've definitely battled some of my own inner demons uh, for sure. And I would actually have dreams where I would, my mom said I would like sleepwalk um, and sleep talk and do all these weird things. Yeah, do weird things as well. And I would have dreams where it would be me, like how you looked in the mirror and Mm -hmm. you did weird things. I would have dreams (laughs) where it would be me versus this dark version of me. Oh, wow. And um, one time it, it spoke to me, it, this other aspect of self said to me, like, you know, um, like, do you think, do you think your God is bigger than me? And I was like, and I spoke to it and said, I know God, I know my God is bigger than you. And I never had those dreams again, but I sought out like priests because I was like, I'm having nightmares. Like I was, I couldn't sleep. Uh, yeah. Yes. So it's wow. crazy. That's and then when you yeah. said that Margaret channeled to you that with great power comes great responsibility, like I have journals full of just channeled, like, you know, stream of consciousness writing. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I did write, like, with great power comes great responsibility. So we're definitely from the same, like, lineage. Yeah, I swear, Soul Drive. This is crazy. I'm like, what? It's it's nice to know know that I'm not, we're never alone, you know? We're never alone. But this idea of healing yourself and being your own guru is so important. I think mm-hmm. to, to, I agree. to heal yourself. And then, you know, cause those healers that we go to, like you and I are healers now, right? Healers. Right. Exactly. We're yeah. holding, we're creating a beautiful container of trust and sacred space to hold people in. So they, their higher selves can facilitate the healing and the change and the alchemy and all the things. Exactly. But um, I think it's so important to, yeah, you have to face your ego. You have to face yeah. your darkness. Do you know Scott Evans? That sounds familiar. <laughs> I think you do. Well, <laughs> he's amazing. I, I've, you know, done many sweat lodges with him and he is just very spiritual. He's supposed to be on the podcast too coming up. Oh, awesome. Uh, yeah, he's great. But he told me once that with every level of light in a being, there is that same level of darkness. So I was like, well, holy shit. Like, you know, like, okay. Yeah. But it comes down to this whole idea of choosing, choosing the path, choosing to heal. Choosing, yeah. So that's, wow. I'm like, I love your story. I think it's, it's amazing. Which, which makes sense. I feel like with the yin and yang, you know, the balance of the dark and light. Oh yeah. You can't have one without the other, but you choose to be in balance, you know? And, and that's and that's where I feel part of our mastery inside and, and uh, understanding our own mind and, uh, you know, our ways that bring us back to the dark versus choosing to go within to be with the light. Um, mm-hmm. So we, we need that, you know, contrast to grow and which helps us be uh, amazing, uh, helpful healers and teachers to explain it because, you know, a lot of our clients and students look at like they think that uh you know negative is bad or dark is bad and it's not you You have to integrate it you have to love it like I had a very (laughs) powerful healing experience with a man um years ago 
he uh, came to me for a Reiki session. He's like, I, I don't know. I just like feel really drawn to you. And it ended up being, he was battling his own internal like demons. And at this point I had been meditating and sitting with the Archangel Michael energy for so long that I was able to hold space for him while he like had uncontrollable movements and speech. And I just love like sent love and it was just the most profound healing that love is the most powerful force in the universe. Like that's it. It's it. It's all it is. That's all it is. It's so (laughs) good. So then, okay. So we're, I love this. We're like, this is like a movie in my brain, like your whole story right now. So now you're like free of this negative energy and so this is when you started to continue on your spiritual path yeah spiritual path and and uh and then i started having some uh interesting experiences through uh well as i went to went to move to miami and actually as i was studying buddhism and teaching uh qigong i met this woman who uh was a healer uh, I think, I don't know if she was a Buddhist nun or not, but she knew about my, I had this shoulder injury. Let's talk about the shoulder injury. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Let's go there. So uh, yeah. So she, she's like, Oh, I know. I heard that, you know, your shoulders uh, been bothering you. I said, I can work on you. And I'm like, uh, Oh really? You're here. She's like, yeah. She's like, um, we can do it uh, this evening. One. I said, yeah, sure. So she said, I just want to let you know that I do past life regression, uh, he, be able to heal the past life and connect into your, your pain body. And I'm like, really? I was like, that's interesting. I was like, sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm open, you know, free spirit. Like I'll, I'll go for anything, you know, Same. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to release some, uh, sensations, sensations in my body. So, so we end up going upstairs. She sat with me for a second. And the interesting thing is she started tuning into me. And prior to moving to uh, uh, Miami, Margaret had started talking about some of my past lives. And basically this woman, before doing the work, basically said these three lives that Margaret said. So I'm already like, okay, a disciple of Christ. I was in a cult and uh, I was a Buddha. So I'm like, okay, I mean, that's, kind of threw me off a little bit so i was like she's like okay now lay down close your eyes this woman didn't even touch me and i'm telling you not even five minutes my arms stretched out and my legs crossed and i was like father screaming like and i literally was going through phantom pain of feeling being crucified i was coughing up blood literally and I was speaking, I, not the first time, the second time that uh, the session, I had a recorder and I was flipping back from Hebrew and Aramaic. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy it was, Jesus. Yeah. So, so that, that experience, I was blown away. I was like, oh, I guess there is piss lives and uh and, and what i'm telling you that was 45 minutes of that i love your like childlike like oh sure yeah whatever we'll do this. <laughs> let's do this like i'm just <laughs> yeah going i mean because it's interesting because i'm in a waking state i'm in like just five minutes into it so it just you know these past lives how they work they you know it gets opened up obviously i'm sure there's some type of it's 
supposed to happen. You know, she was able to open that energy because my soul was ready to experience this. And uh, so that was like three sessions of that same thing happening. And so she was like, let's go to another life. Let's set an intention. So I set the intention to clear that life. And then um, this took a little bit of time, maybe like 10 minutes or so. And then all of a sudden I was having two different conversations. Like it was like me and another guy. And apparently I had killed my best friend's wife over a love affair. And I'm, I'm channeling words for like half hour. It's like, I'm having this, I can't remember everything, but it just was just going and going. I'm, I'm sorry, brother. I loved her. I can't believe you killed her. Like just, it was just weird. Like I was just like, I was just like watching a movie as I was just talking out loud, like, you know, and, uh, and, and then all of a sudden, um, you there? There, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> then, I was then, like, <laughs> oh, what happened? Then, then, then all of a sudden, uh, God, you know, spirit came in. And it was like, see the light, feel the light. No one is at fault. Everything is forgiven. And my whole body went up and they came back down. And I said, Buddha, Buddha, I love Buddha. And I channeled uh, this whole lifetime of this Buddha for literally another 30 to 45 minutes you know, left my family, the rich family, and then went into the village where I saw all, you know, the poor people and, you know, found this love and compassion for them as I looked through the soul of this woman's eye. And then I meditated underneath the Bodhi tree for 12 hours. And, and I channeled for the lady who was working on me. And then I channeled for myself. And I'm like, what, like, something just got open. Like, I'm like, this is, this is wild. So, so when that experience happened, I was like, uh, I wonder, does it just happen because she did this? Like, what is this? So when I belonged to this, uh, this church I had that they were open to, uh, Reiki, I forget what it was, should know what it's, it is, but they had a whole Reiki center and I just, just had gotten there. And, uh, basically as I was working on people, you know, people were feeling stuff and they're like, they're like, I heard you give messages. And I'm like, oh, I told somebody and this is like, just go ahead, do it. And then I literally, cause my fear came up. I was like, oh, I'm on the spot, but yeah. I was able to, you know, get out of my head. And there was like, you know, 25 people. And I literally went from person to person and had this small little like saying or message for him. And then that's how I end up kind of trusting you know, spirit that had this gift to channel, you know, uh, divine energy, uh, divine messages for people. So, so that was like, a <laughs> like, it was a lot. It was like, it, it felt like just before I was a drug addict a few years ago, and this all happened within like an eight year period. It, it felt like, yeah, it felt like yesterday it moved so quickly. Yeah. You know? I feel like a lot of the people that I know on the healing path have gone through suffering or darkness to kind of, and transmuted their suffering and their darkness for the most part, integrated their shadow. And that's how they're able to facilitate the healings and hold space for other people. Yeah. And channeling is definitely, you know, you have to develop a relationship with the divine to, and, Mm -hmm. and trust you know, when I started doing Reiki and I would get visions and messages and I was like, I don't want to say that. I'm not going to say that. That's weird. And then I just trusted it and started saying it. And people were crying on my table. They were like, how did you know that? I was like, 
I don't even know. And, you know, yeah, my gifts have been really coming online recently, too. Like, it's just it's incredible. Like I I had a client the other day and I wrote down like specific songs that came to me for her. And the next day. Yeah. The next day she was like, dude, I just walked in the grocery store and this song that you named came on. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And she's just been sending me little updates like this happened and this happened. And, you know, it's just all in divine alignment, but it's just the more that I develop trust with the divine and develop trust within myself it just becomes stronger and stronger and I don't know I just think that your experience I just love how open you're sharing your experience and I hope it inspires anybody who's listening to lean in towards that right like lean in towards their spiritual gifts so so what are you like, what are your current offerings now? And like, I'm like looking at the time. I'm like, we could talk forever. Oh my God. No, it's we're not done. Up. We're not. No, we're not done yet. But uh, okay. um, I just like want you to talk a little bit about like, you know, what you're doing now. And oh, okay. like, Great. I know you're in a divine relationship as well. Of course. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. like all of that, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well- well, a big part of my big part of my work is really about you know it's the heart of art of healing, and so studying from studying Buddhism and mindfulness and Qigong, I've developed that within the last let's say eight to ten years to use those tools and also you know be a Reiki master teacher. It's not traditional, so Masui uh, mm-hmm. is a big part, but I've kind of taken a little bit of everything I've learned along a journey to collaborate together, kind of like, you know, for my own, because that is everybody has their own gifts and ways of doing it. Uh, so, but a big part of like, you know, there's things that I learned for mindfulness, but it's like the closer I got to really transcending my ego, I feel like the more that I've truly learned about the ego. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's literally <laughs> levels of, you know, I heard about, all about the ego, but I'm like, oh, there's a pain body. What's that? <laughs> like, yeah and the ego feeds off the pain body and i'm like oh wow i said now i can really go within myself uh you know to learn about the these old ways that i patterns that i've had and be able to transmute it into loving myself and being okay to feel and okay to be angry because i was a very warrior energy and you know always had a push and fight and then now i can just accept these feelings and just be soft and gentle and allow and just feel into it to, to let go. And, and a lot of these, uh, you know, techniques and systems that I use, you know, is to help people be free of their own mind. So that's a lot of that I start with is, is more about understanding people's uh, the way that they think and then help them understanding about healing their pain body. And then their ego through Reiki, through Qigong, uh, through using sound, I use breath work. I teach breath work classes and, uh, you know, using a combination of all that to move energy mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Yep. to be more present, uh, in connection to this, their, into the soul essence, you know, it's, it, it's a true gift. Um, and I call on people who are really wanting to wake up, you know, wake up from the matrix of the mind, you know, the 3d yes. world and, they don't feel like they want to carry all their burdens and their, in their pain from, you know, their abuse. And it's just, it now is the time for more and more people to, to wake up, 
You know, they, they don't have to use drugs to be free. You breathe for 45 minutes straight, you'll be high as a kite. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. I love transformational breath work. It's, yeah, it's that is like, it's next level. It's like years of therapy in like a 45 minute hour session. It's incredible. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, heals all four energy bodies and it got you kind of, it gets you from the conscious thinking mind and through the subconscious and do the super conscious. And, you know, you hear all kinds of stories, people, you know, leaving their body or, you know, seeing an ascended master or an angel or a loved one or whatever it is, because they, you know, can leave their, their thinking mind into these higher states of consciousness. So mm-hmm. it's, these are t- beautiful tools that, we, that I use to help, you know, people grow, you know, to learn and grow. Um, and also, to, you know, speak about, you know, relationships and, you know, using my past, you know, relationships, dysfunctional relationships to now, you know, being a more conscious, uh, conscious uh, masculine energy and wanting something higher for one myself to love myself and then drawing a soul who kind of feel embodies that within the same, which also has to do with mastering the pain body, mastering the ego, you know, being one with one with each other, right? Because we're, we're all the same self, like, you know, you are, I am you, you are me, not that we're dating, but we're the same soul, the same energy from the creator. Mm-hmm. And so I, once I learned more that we were more alike than we were different, I was able to transcend a lot of my old ways of thinking and blaming and wanting the woman. My core issue was wanting the woman to be different, <laughs> right? Want, want to be different because my mom at the time, you know, my mom at the time doing the best he could, I felt being critical for so long. And then what do I do? What does spirit give me? critical women <laughs> right so a lot of yeah. times through, through as me growing in order for me to transcend and heal that part of me I said I had to get more of that which I resist <laughs> yeah right that's and, pretty and much it, how it works it, how it works and, and even even because even with my shoulder I didn't I got I glazed over that with my pain body with my with my shoulder is uh a lot of that, you know, heavy uh, burden of being um, the emotions that came up within my shoulder around that, you know, yes, I had did a lifting injury, but I felt every time I had a lot of this insecurities or thing come up that I was the body, that I was this muscle bound guy. And that was, that was who I was. And then when I hurt my shoulder, I got down to where, I mean, I look super skinny. Like yeah, I, you couldn't you couldn't identify as that muscle muscly dude. You're muscle. you couldn't. That was such an ego death for you. Oh my god, it was such a gift. It was <laughs> once once I was able to understand that. The more that I didn't care about what I looked like and just hey, this this is this is me. And I and then it started to heal. It started. It started <laughs> to heal. It started to heal. I mean. It's still with emotions. I don't know if you heard of TMS. Uh, have you ever heard of that? Um, Tension myositis syndrome. So a lot of times we have these neural pathways in our body that get trapped energy. And so really it's emotional pain, not really mm. physical pain. And Makes so sense. that's a, yeah, that's another way. A lot of times through even my relationships, when I was upset or I wasn't present, I noticed that I, my shoulder would lock up. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Your so it could be any anywhere. Your anywhere. left. Left. Yeah. 
yeah the feminine side (laughs) yeah (laughs) good old feminine (laughs) isn't it so it's all interconnected no it's totally totally interconnected um so learning learning about these conscious relationships i have a deeper love with even spirit even more so part of that channeling was helpful when I would be in these dynamic of learning about myself and more holy relationships that I could ask spirit, Holy spirit for that guidance to be able to, instead of wanting my, the woman to change or my partner to change, I would fix my own mind. I would be more present within allow the woman to be however she wants to be, you know, because my mind wants to say she's going crazy, but really she's maybe just releasing energy. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it is a pain body, but it had nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. So I was able to reflect more within why am I feeling resistance? What is in with me that is bothered about my partner? So that was like a huge, the mirror. Yeah, the mirror. Perfect, perfect mirror. I was like, thank you, mirror. (laughs) So I was like, man, now I got to work harder on myself. (laughs) Damn it. Damn it. It's not you. It is me. It is me. So, so again, I had to change, rewire my mind and look at like this resistance is a gift. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you being a fire energy is a gift for me to be more present, right? So that I can hold that space of peace for you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was a, that was a beautiful shift. And even still, I'm, I'm still working hard, still learning, uh, but I know of having this uh, deeper understanding, I'm more at peace with myself. When I feel resistance at times in relationships, I can take a time out. I can walk away. I can ask spirit to help me release this. Use sounds, use tones, light language, mm-hmm. whatever it is, find my center, right? And then come back to love with my partner. Mm-hmm. And these are certain exercises, these are exercises uh, along with some of the exercises I shared before that I used not only for people that are trying to work on their own self-spirit development, but also to help couples in a way to be able to release these old patterns and pain bodies together to look at more of the, are the same and not different. And so they can move, they can navigate through their darkness and be able to heal as one. I think that's so beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> it was great um yeah so if people want to connect with you what is the best way for them to connect with you would that be like instagram or facebook or yeah whatever well sean yeah telepathy yeah (laughs) seanjoneshealing.com is my web is my website i'm actually have an amazing new website within the next couple weeks but that's cool. how you, yeah, you can contact me. A lot of people reach out to me through Facebook and Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is a uh, spiritual underscore healer underscore PA. And if you go to my Facebook, it's uh, seanjoneshealing.com if you look it up. And I, on my pages, I write a lot of quotes again through, you know, channeling uh, that I, that I get, um, do some free writing and quotes and I, I post my upcoming classes that I do, whether it's Qigong or breath work. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really uh, transcending right now uh, in my teacher self. So, yeah, um, it's been it's been too it's been too long. You know, I've had the last 10 years having all these experiences and 
still working through my own limited belief system of like being good enough, you know, that voice in your head. And I'm like, I don't even have to do the work spirit does like, you know, when we let go and just, just allow the teachings come through. Absolutely. You know, and that's, that's where I am committed to this deeper work because one, I was given life again. I can't pay God enough gratitude and thanks to save my life. And, you know, now is the time to just be raw and show yourself, you know, who cares to make mistakes? Who, who cares if you can't remember things? You just got to come from your heart. And that's where I'm all about. I'm, I'm all heart. You know? Yeah. <laughs> all spirit, you know? I love that. It's been so good talking with you. Um, like, again, I feel like we could talk like forever. Cause there's like yeah. so much that you said that I want that I wish we had more time, but you can come, you can come back on the podcast whenever, you know? Um, but yeah, I definitely encourage anybody who feels the call feels an alignment with Sean to reach out. He's amazing. Um, I know we didn't even get to really talk too much about your, your relationship. Um, I mean, we have like a couple more minutes if you want to, (laughs) or is there anything that you're feeling the call to share before we kind of end and the podcast today. Well, as in relationships and, you know, I'm just grateful, you know, to have a partner in a way that wants to go deep within because we really don't grow. Uh, You know, there's a lot of self-work we can do, but if you want to be tested and evolve as a soul, you know, even as a spiritual teacher, you know, you have to match someone that's going to be able to test you. And, and to be, you know, a great gratitude that you have this to evolve with the beautiful, beautiful soul that I have. So, yeah, yeah you guys uh, are, you guys are beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else that you're kind of feeling called to channel or, or just say, Oh, well, say in channel or tell different things. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you're feeling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are at this time of ascension of great power, a great deep love within. As we follow this love to this source, it gives us this knowledge. It gives us this security within us, like a blanket, knowing that we do not have to force things we don't have to know so much we can just free to come from this heart space to feel the joy of spirit to feel life within itself to be rooted to the earth to be connected to the universe this is all the time for change it's all time for renewing and unfolding to our gifts do not be afraid you have everything you need dear ones Take each step at a time. Don't look too far ahead. Every little step you take, you get closer to your goals. Write each step. Cross it off. And go look back over everything you've done, whether it's making your bed or it's finishing a project, whatever it is. Just be happy with who you are and all that you do. Because there is this inner guidance There's this deep infinity of knowledge that flows through each and every one of us. So please tap into this. Find space and time to be quiet, to be still, to know that you are that God essence that flows freely and effortlessly 
through your whole being. Be still. Keep quiet. And know. You are free. Love it. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Lindsay. And I'll have to get you back on again. Um, I'm booked out with interviews until June. Must be good to be popular. Yeah, I don't know about popular. I just listened to the call, as you know, but I would love to have you back on the podcast. So thanks. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody listening or viewing, however you're consuming the information. Please, please reach out to Sean if you're feeling the call. This is uh, Tapa Tuesday, and we will catch you next week. Thanks. Thanks, peace.